Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good day, everyone. Yesterday, we began a study on the four faces of life. Now, we have seen that Jesus has come that we may have life and that we may have it more abundantly. We saw that that happens when God puts his spirit within us. And as we walk in the spirit, we will exhibit his life. And yesterday, we saw from Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 10 that the church, that's you and me, are meant to show the manifold wisdom of God to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places and on this earth. And this was the eternal purpose of God. God has chosen to live his life out through us. We've all heard the expression, God has no hands but our hands. He has no feet but our feet. He has no mouth but our mouth. Well, we are the physical expression of God's life in the world today. We are Christians. We are little Christ. Just as Christ exhibited and showed forth the life of God, so we are to show forth the life of God in our lives. And we saw that this comes forth in four different profiles, four faces. And we saw that the four profiles of life are L-I-F-E, love, integrity, forgiveness, and excellence. So today we want to look at this first profile the profile of love. And we have seen that if we really have God's love in our life, that there is no need for the law because we will automatically keep it if we have God's love. Now, we talk about love a lot. This word love, I think if you go to the dictionary and try to look down the list of meanings, it's incredible. I mean, let's face it, we love pizza. We love movies. We love our dogs. We love our cats. We love our parents. We love our spouse. We love our children. We love God. We love God and we love pizza. There's quite a difference between the two. And I think as we see in the scripture, there are different words that are translated love. There's an eros love, which is physical, sexual love. There is a filial love, a love between brothers. And there is an agape love, the love of God. But in English, we just use the simple word Love. Now, before we get into this in any great length, I thought it would be interesting to read to you a list of definitions that children gave to the question, what is love? A group of professional people posed this question to a group of four through eight-year-olds. And the question was, what does love mean? The answers they got were broader and deeper than anyone could have imagined. Let me just read them one after the other. See what you think. Love is that first feeling you feel before all the bad stuff gets in the way. When my grandmother got arthritis, she couldn't bend over and paint her toenails anymore, so my grandfather does it for her all the time, even when his hands got arthritis too. That's love. When someone loves you, the way they say your name is different. You know that your name is safe in their mouth. Love is when a girl puts on perfume and a boy puts on shaving cologne and they go out and smell each other. 
Love is when you go out to eat and give somebody most of your french fries without making them give you any of theirs. Love cards, like Valentine cards, say stuff on them that we'd like to say ourselves, but we wouldn't be caught dead saying. When you love somebody, your eyelashes go up and down and little stars come out of you. You really shouldn't say I love you unless you mean it, but if you mean it, you should say it a lot. People forget. Love is when someone hurts you and you get so mad, but you don't yell at them because you know it would hurt their feelings. Love is what makes you smile when you're tired. Love is when mummy makes coffee for my daddy and she takes a sip before giving it to him to make sure the taste is okay. Love is when you kiss all the time. Then when you get tired of kissing, you still want to be together and you talk more. My mummy and daddy are like that. They look gross when they kiss. If you want to learn to love better, you should start with a friend who you hate. Love is hugging. Love is kissing. Love is saying no. When you tell someone something bad about yourself and you're scared they won't love you anymore, but then you get surprised because not only do they still love you, they love you even more. Love is when you tell a guy you like his shirt, then he wears it every day. Love is like a little old woman and a little old man who are still friends even after they know each other so well. During my piano recital, I was on a stage and scared. I looked at all the people watching me and saw my daddy waving and smiling. He was the only one doing that. I wasn't scared anymore. That's love. My mummy loves me more than anybody. You don't see anyone else kissing me to sleep at night. Love is when mummy gives daddy the best piece of chicken. Love is when mummy sees daddy smelly and sweaty and still says he's more handsome than Robert Redford. Love is when your puppy licks your face even after you left him alone all day. I know my older sister loves me because she gives me all her old clothes and has to go out and buy new ones. I let my big sister pick on me because my mum says she only picks on me because she loves me. So I pick on my baby sister because I love her. And the last one. Love is what's in the room with you at Christmas if you stop opening presents and listen. Now that's quite a list, what love is in the eyes of a four to eight year old. And I tell you, some of the meanings are quite profound, and of course some of them are quite frivolous. But what is love? How do we sort through all these different kinds of meanings, all the different aspects, and get to the heart, what really is love? Well, I think the simplest way of doing that is just going to the Bible and seeing what it says it is. Let's turn to 1 John 3 and verse 16. It reads, By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. Now this verse tells us how we are to know love. It says, By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. That's 1 John 3.16. If we want to expand on this meaning, let's turn to John 3.16. And a lot of people can quote this verse, and rightfully so. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God so loved the world that he gave. The other verse said, Hereby 
we perceive the love of God because he laid down his life for us. If you really want to know what love is, love is giving. Giving. Not taking, but giving. This is the essence of love. The essence of love is giving. Now, as someone said, you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. God so loved the world, and that's you and me, that he gave his very life so that he could purchase salvation for every living being. So the essence of love is giving. The focus of love is others. It's not ourself. God gave of himself so that he could meet the needs of others. And the motive of love is unselfish. The benefit of God giving his life and that manifestation of love was that you and I could experience salvation. Now, my whole purpose in talking of this is not just to focus on the salvation experience, although it's so hard to escape it. But I want to get to the definition of love. Love is giving. The essence of love is giving. The focus of love is others. And the motive of love is unselfish. So our working definition of love is this. Love is giving unselfishly to the needs of others without regard to personal recognition or reward. Now all of this is fine what we have said and I feel like I'm in danger of putting you to sleep as you're listening to all this because none of this is new. We all have heard about love and we need to love one another and we need to put other people before ourselves and And if we're not careful, we've heard it so much that it just lulls us to sleep. But I want you to know that loving other people is the dynamic of the Christian life. The same love that was in God that he would lay down his life for us is the same kind of love that he wants to put in us. And what we have shared thus far today is sharing about the essence of love and the focus of love and the motive of love. But it can all just be words and in our mind and definitions without the life of it. Love is an expression of Christ's life. And we need to really lay hold of this and to realize this is what we are called to do and to be. This has got to go beyond our natural love. Because when we say that we love people, what we really mean by that is, I love how you love me. I love what you do for me. I love how you benefit me. I love being around you. I love the attention you give me. I love how you make me feel important. I love how you give me a sense of value. I love how you lift up my self-esteem. I love the feeling of pride and well-being that you give me. Human love can only love back when it receives love. We love the loving people. We find it very difficult not loving. I remember one preacher preaching about on the necessity that it was that we love one another. And then he made this incredible, don't you just hate people who don't love? That's our problem. We know we should love people. We know we should love our enemy. We know we should love those who despitefully use us. But somehow we can't muster this love within ourselves. We only have a response of love. We can only love back in kind. We have to find the source of this love within God. We have to feel God's love before we can love someone else. 
become giving love. And you cannot give love unless you have received love. Poured out his love in our heart. And when we experience that, we will be able to love others. Don't be discouraged. We can be a channel of God's love. While our time is gone, we'll continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Before I go, the material I'm covering now on the program is from my book, Is There More to Life Than Living? It is available for purchase on Amazon or from the church office. Get it for yourself or to pass on to a friend. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. But as you know, we are not meeting there right now due to the coronavirus. Instead, we are streaming our Sunday service online starting at 10.30. Go to our website at kwcf.org to check out all the details. We are living through difficult times right now, but the Bible tells us to cast all of our care on Him, for He cares for us. So till next time, let God keep your life in balance.